You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And this week, we'll start off with uh, talking to Rob and see what he's been up to. Yeah, so I decided to uh, get into some even more brand new games that uh, are just a staggering amount of backlog now that I'll never, <laughs> ever get a chance to finish. So um, played a little bit of uh, Vampire. Ooh. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. So I'll talk a little bit about that uh, later it's not on. Vampire? Oh man, it's vampire. <laughs> vampire. Okay, all right. I'm excited yeah, to hear about which that. It's, yeah, I, I think um, it, there's an audience for it. I just don't know if the audience is everybody, but we'll we'll talk more about it. Okay, cool. Um, I played some board game. Nice. On uh, on Sunday, I played against. Uh, yes, you did. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little uh, Game of Thrones board game. Um, that was a solid what four and a half hours of board gaming goodness. Love it. Nice. And then we awesome. followed it up with another two hours of uh, House on uh, Haunted Hill, or Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, yeah. It was a great yeah. time. Yeah, it was awesome. So, uh, other than that, just a little bit of a uh, vampire. Um, I like it, but um, it, it's. There's there's layers like an onion, like an so. onion. <laughs> okay, like well. ogres. Yeah. So how about you, Andrew? What you been doing? A uh, lot Destiny because of that hype, so much hype, which we'll, we'll be getting into later. Um, very but, soon. but me preparing <laughs> very soon. But me preparing for for September for that release, and I still haven't done the new raid layer, so I'm still getting that light level. And there's, I just keep finding out there's more stuff. There's more guns. There's more like quests and sidelines that I haven't done yet that I really want to get into. So mm-hmm. I'm still having a lot of fun with that. A little bit of Stardew Valley because that game never ends. And uh, it's true. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Cool. Well, uh, I've also bought into some hype and uh, been playing what I haven't finished a Fallout Four, which was the uh, Nuka World expansion. Um, there's a lot. You know, it doesn't. I don't know if Fallout 4 is everybody's favorite, but there's a lot of stuff to do in that game. I didn't realize how many hours I've logged into it. I had like 150 hours without that last um, oh, wow. DLC. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good amount. Yeah, so if you're looking for a good value title, any way you can get Fallout 4, you'll get a lot of hours out of it for one playthrough. But uh, yeah, that's, that's all I really have had time for. I've been uh, very busy this week. So, But yeah, let's, uh, let's jump right into it and talk about some Destiny, I guess. Destiny, yay! Everyone excited? You guys excited? I will let uh, I will let somebody <laughs> talk about all this cool, nice stuff, and then I will give feedback after. Yeah, I, I took the live notes this time. They look a little different from what Andrew might normally put in there. Um, so I'll, I'll just read them out verbatim, and then we can kind of talk about where we're at. So, sure. Um, Destiny was saying something about September or something. Or something um, means if okay. you're looking forward to uh, Destiny being a good game, it's not happening now. Okay, let's just stop right there. All right, all right, let's stop right there. <laughs> the release and the expansion is called Forsaken. They released a vod, you know, a vid doc, and they had a live stream that's telling all of his information out. So let's go through the points, like very, very good points of what Destiny people love and want to see fixed. Okay, I'll get started with it. So um, <laughs> this week at Bungie provided a sneak peek at a new pricing scheme to continue to monetize <laughs> the player base uh, by selling an annual subscription pass. <laughs> now this annual seen as positive. Now this annual subscription pass is this forever or just the the second year? 
that this I'm is buying. what they're trying out this, this is, year. Yeah, this is for three yeah. releases. As see, I I was even more, I, I was a little more off, but because initially the pricing was misreported as being sixty dollars a year, and I was like, "There's no way you're gonna get me to drop sixty dollars on Game Pass <laughs> and forty dollars on a on an expansion." But they did uh they did correct it. Polygon had originally and misreported as sixty. Uh, that got corrected to thirty-five dollars for the for the annual pass. Um, I'm I'm thinking. Okay, so thirty-five dollars for the annual pass, which stands for three. What they're what they're calling three live updates, or at least updates. So of, what of, of the game? Curse of Osiris and Warmind was. No. Uh, they they don't really know. They don't really specify, but they specify uh, content releases. Okay. Content releases. They're not really specifying what exactly. They're, they're specifying like new exotics, new events, new endgame. Now, is this something stuff, I but they're have not to saying. get to continue playing Destiny? No. Okay. No, well, but the, it is kind of true, kind of yeah, not. Yeah, it's kind of true, kind of not, I would okay. say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like if you are wanting... So I really feel like if you want to get back into Destiny and you are looking to continue and you want to get the most of what year two has to offer, then you really need to be playing on the same version of destiny as everyone else right uh which people are likely going to spend the money on the expansion which i i would look for some clarification but it sounds like you have to buy the the expansion to participate in year two is that accurate Forsaken? yeah uh, that makes yeah that makes sense yeah so does my copy of destiny 2 not work anymore when Forsaken goes live, or do I just not have access? No, to the you will have access. You you will you will give be able to play, but you won't have access to the content in Forsaken, just like as Destiny One played out to be. Um, so just for clarification and mm-hmm. time releases for these premium content releases, that's what they're saying it is. Is oh, Black premium. Armory? We have Black Armory is Winter 2018, Joker's Wild Spring 2019, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Penumbra is Summer. 2019 so it's it's what as what you kind of say like they they named these releases for this for this yearly um year pass the season pass so they're yeah. kind of like curse of osiris or whatever war mine would be but they're saying in addition to these they'll have new end game challenges weapons armory vanities to collect that sort of thing what i'm mm-hmm. thinking of and in, in my perspective is is they're they're moving toward a constant uh content release so if you want that premium experience just like if you any other season pass game like battlefield or whatever this is the what you would want to pay Does that make sense yeah that's what i'm going does. for i think it will it it if it's not really great i think it will be the end of destiny 2 i agree i'm and gonna agree with it, that yeah if it ends up being really great they might end up bringing people back but i think either way they're gonna have a drop off of people that are just gonna say Look, I'm not willing to spend the $75 to find out if the game is good again or not. Right, but or I think in... Destiny One they did that. They did the same thing, except it was a it was only it was a, a $30 drop. pass yeah, to was... get back into the Taken King, which everyone will acknowledge is Taken King resurrected the game yeah. and really brought it up to where it needed to be. Rise of Iron, not so great, um, but not not terrible. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. So, but but that was only $30 to get into. And you did have to have all the other expansions. So that was, you know, that's, I think the barrier to entry for this game might be because of the price, because I know there's some deals on destiny two right now. That's going to be good because you do have to buy curse of Osiris and Warmind, So it's a $35 um, 
season pass or whatever that they um that they have yep, this yep. running under plus an additional $75 for the new content. So there you're talking $110 on top of whatever your base destiny two game will be. Right. I feel right. like that's probably going to put you at at least $150 to come play the new game. If you're a new player and you want to check out the hype. Yeah. So I with, see that is a problem. Well, so with this said, they, 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 they love, they put all of this out on the table with that, that live stream that they did, but it was to, gain more momentum and of course ask have have the community ask more questions which is what we're doing right we don't know what's going to happen but they but they're trying this price point out and they're going to see how it goes with that aside you know we don't know what that that's all about we do know what's coming up for this forsaken release right yeah so let me get into it then so some uh some big things so uh there's going to be some better inventory management to store all the things you didn't want from eververse (laughs) <laughs> 200 additional vault slots i'll i'll, I'll translate yeah. for him 200 more inventory slots for your shaders nope <laughs> will, all shaders will go in all shaders will go into collections now nice. so you have you have uh you have management for that that's good also gun slot with, realignment which they've been asking for for a while which uh you can put any gun in any slot you want mm-hmm. so you can Tri- have three shotguns that's yep, the... you have triple shotties if you want yeah uh, we don't that have we don't the... have the we don't have the the clarification on what ammo is going to be yeah, like. Yeah, but say, how is that going to affect ammo? I don't know. We don't know. Well, uh, weapon... <laughs> give me $110 and... And I we'll can... find out. Find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you after you give us some money. Uh, yeah, new you, bow, you a new, a new long bow, short bow, short bow, and medium bow. So you get bows in the, in space now. That mm-hmm. seems very Good ineffective. Luck. Uh, They said. They, they kind of hinted. The sword's also ineffective, but... They the swords at, are like, super strong in PvP. Maybe the bow will be something similar, like a sniper type of deal. Yeah. I was more right. impressed by seeing what looked like Return of Thorn in the uh, in the video. Uh, people were quick to point that out, and it looks like he's using maybe some different type of ammo. But that is a jagged looking bony gun, which I only recognize as Thorn. Nice. I didn't see that, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, Thorn um, was else? my favorite gun. Uh, that and uh, Hawk Moon. Those Hawk are my two Moon. favorite guns Oof. in uh destiny one good stuff yeah i couldn't tell you what my favorite gun is in destiny two probably sweet business good stuff too yeah but also yeah mod, new mod system update they didn't really specify what that's going to be but mod system yeah, changes we don't know if it's good or not so that's going to be the question but it's it couldn't be much worse than it is right now which is just <laughs> destiny plus five to everything right i mean that's that's just not yeah. exciting yeah right. you know you, you right. get a whole bunch of blues you refine them into a purple you throw it on top of something and you get like a void or arc and it's like a plus five. You're right. So they said something along the lines of where you're building, you're more building a, a suit for you, for yourself that changes your abilities, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, which a, you want to see. Wait a second, a suit. So like Anthem suit. <laughs> Let's not get into other games. We're talking about <laughs> Destiny right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they said a story, you, you had... You had this a yes. story. A story game. will be introduced into the game. Hey. For the first time. <laughs> that's 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 a good so thing. So they're going the to game. take the game and inject a story. Nice. Somehow. I like I like how you're like saying these were like when when you when you heard these you put them as as plain text there. But I I see more into it. I see because they <laughs> they went into the raid right. They 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 introduced this new area. I forget the name. I'm I'm sorry, but it's the new raid area. But it's also a world that evolves. So as you continue to raid the the place will change over time it will not it's be the probably same. like the dream zone or something yeah huh. yeah, yeah yeah it looks so, okay it, it kind of lo- reminded me a little bit of um 
Oh, that the dark below area. Like where that with all those bridges and everything that were made out of light, it looked kind of similar to that. It's okay. like a coastal looking thing. Okay. I'm not totally clear on it. Uh, what exactly it's supposed and, to be? And that's it's supposed nice to be, looking though. art, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to like as as a reveal. They did a good. They did a good job of like, what is this? They're going to do that in the next couple streams. Next yep. next weeks ahead, they're going to answer these questions. Yeah. Um, but they so, just threw all this stuff out for us now. Yeah. So one of the things that I didn't quite understand is it sounds like so they're adding this thing called collections into the into the inventory so that you can kind of rearrange the your loot. And one of these things will be being able to kind of stash your um, shaders in a better way. But they're also introducing a feature, which is prominently listed as the fourth on the list of features being introduced as bulk shader deletion. So this right. is just to delete shaders in mass? Yes, because right now you can't do that. You can only do one by one. You know, it would fix that problem. Making shaders not a one-time use thing. Hmm. You're right. But in this case, that's that was something that they needed, and they're going to fix it. So... Yeah, it seems like a fix for something that's not a problem. Oh, it's definitely a problem. Just eh. if, if if I have shader, hey, guess what? I can apply it on stuff. That's that's how it should be. But I understand the monetization is very important, and they need to keep that going, regardless of what their player base feels like. I don't think there's anybody that goes, "Oh yeah, I really dig this new shader system." I like the shaders. As I like shaders, I like the colors. The <laughs> as as for as for the shader system, yeah, that needs work. That's why they're that's why they fix it. Um, yeah. But more importantly, they don't. A lot of players that was like, this is this is those are just um, quality of light changes. Yeah, that's, that's something like something like that makes a difference is like weapon randomization. That's mm -hmm. that's there, which will prolong okay. the game and its life, and of course allow you to grind for something. I need yeah, so weapon. I need this weapon is roll stuff. randomization. Oh, sorry, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, yeah. I want weapon randomization like uh, Borderlands has. That's what I want. Well, in this case, if you play Destiny One, weapon randomization was there, so you can get, you can get those perks, and you can keep trying to get that gun and get that perfect god roll that you want. And that's what I, that's what it is. So technically, yes, that's what it is when Borderlands. So that's what, that's what they're kind of bringing in from back from Destiny One. They might change it too. Who knows? Yeah, I like how they're bringing more stuff back in from Destiny One and making the game more like destiny one because that's really where they should have started that's where they should have started yeah everything that's there because they showed very easily you can just go from year to year i mean if you made a mistake on overpowering people one year you can just be like hey look this whole attack happened destiny 2 becomes you know the towers destroyed and everything and hey all those weapons you had are now gone or whatever or everything's gone you know, reduced in power and now light level is 400 you know, it, there are ways that this could have been done without making a whole new game with less stuff. But but this is what you have, and people love this it. This is what we have. And people will enjoy it when it comes out, that's for sure. Or else what? Or else Oh, I thought you were threatening. Won't. Sorry. Or no, else. No, <laughs> no the, the idea is that they're bringing this stuff back just like, just like any other game evolves. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll be honest, like the, the community itself was very confusing in, in their in a delivery of stuff is that it seemed like more anger and they, they, you know, Bungie's not going to be, you know, receptive to anger. So mm -hmm. the idea is that if we can being more constructive and probably from that summit later, you know, earlier this year, they got all of this out of it. And of course, an introduction to, this is something completely new gambit, which is a new mode that they're going to bring. This is not something that 
the community asked for or anything. This was a complete experiment from Bungie that you know is going to be a new system in in uh in September in Forsaken, which is an amazing mode. Well, from from what I'm seeing, do you want to do you know what it is? Gambit. Yes. And I know what Gambit is. I know I'll be playing Gambit. I meant like the mode. Not really. I just know okay. it's going to be a Guardian Con. Yes, it's going to be a Guardian Con, and it's a PVE VP. So it's a player versus player, and it's also a player versus environment. The okay. idea is that there's two two teams. Mm-hmm. You will have your own sections. You will fight hordes. Like it's a horde mode and you fight waves of enemies. But the idea is that every team will be able to do two, two different things on their sides. Gather moats to basically push enemies onto the other team, or you can send a player through onto the other side and wreck their team and affect their team. So the idea is like you, can, you have to make those different choices, but the end goal is to defeat the end boss as quickly, as, quickly as possible. Hmm. And that's going to be shown in, like I said, E3, and it's going to be shown at Guardian Con, which I'm excited. I'll be there and 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 to play. And all the people that from that from the summit stated that this is a great mode. They're under so, NDA. They're not allowed to say that. Huh? They're under NDA. They're not allowed to say that. I think they were. I think they they said like whatever mode they play, it's like it was great. So hmm. it was fun. In that in that case. I want to bring your hype level a little bit higher, but I know that you're you have all of this. You know, I I paid I paid the money, and I want to make sure that I get I get the right well, game can, out of it. I can look past having to spend money to see if a game is going to end up being good or not, um, or or if it's going to be the game that I really was hoping to get in the first place. But I just think it's like so ballsy to just be like, all right, seventy five more bucks, <laughs> seventy five more dollars. It's just. You know, a thirty dollar expansion, okay, yeah, that's just like a little bit of a you know, a little jab, but seventy five, that's that's steep to just say, All right, we need your faith for another year and we You can do a la carte as well. That's I'm sure. Right? I, I wonder if there's gonna be anything removed from it because I know they've been doing roadmaps and stuff and they've been very, you know, transparent about what they're gonna introduce into the game, but they've also been very transparent that a lot of features have been sliding. And now all these features that have been sliding have slid behind a pay gate. I'm not sure what you mean. Well, I mean, like the mod system uh, was supposed to happen in like March or April, right? The reworked mod system, uh, 1.2, 1.3, I think. Okay. And now it's slid behind a $75 pay gate. You won't be able to do this without buying Forsaken and, and trying that out. Forsaken's not seventy five dollars. Forsaken's no, and and just to be clear, all right. So so yes, you can get a copy of Forsaken, just the expansion, standalone for forty dollars. So they've put it behind a forty dollar pay gate. I think that's fair to say. Oh, actually, no. The okay, so this year two, Forsaken is an update two point oh, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's probably going to get that, right? Yeah. They don't need the Forsaken. They don't need to buy Forsaken. Forsaken is the content, not not the not these not these updates. From what I know, everyone's gonna get these updates. Yeah. But if you buy if you buy Forsaken, you will have the raid. You will have all of this other, probably all of these other guns and and raid gear and that that sort of thing. But everyone's gonna get. Will I be able to get 
higher changes. light levels like okay so like help me out because i don't really remember how this all worked last year because because i bought the expansions but let's say for instance i say okay well, i want to see what 2.0 is going to be like but i'm not going to buy forsaken so mm -hmm. i won't have access to the raid or the new content right but the quality of life stuff will be still introduced yes however i won't be able to get any of the gear that would put me into checking out the higher end content because yeah, it won't yeah. be there. Yeah, I would say like if you think about it, like any other WoW expansion or something or any other yeah. expansion that you buy, you're mm -hmm. locked behind. You can't get to that story content, that content end game, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or new maps or crucible, that sort of thing. But yeah. you will be able to have the updates that everyone else has for like patches or okay. you know, whatever it may be, those quality of life changes. That's so what I'm, I'm just thinking. Say, and that's, a, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna say it's a very neutered experience. It's a very it's it's a game I don't know I'd want to play that I wasn't on the same level as everyone else being able you're, to check out the content. It's like you know you're not gonna play WoW at a previous amount. Like you're not gonna be like, oh, I just want to play at a you know at Mister Pandaria. I don't want to play. Yeah, Cataclysm past... was my favorite expansion. Yeah, that's I I don't roll past level seventy or right. level eighty. Like, yeah, you're so not, you're not gonna do that. Does confirmed on in chat as well. So it everyone everyone is going to get the the quality of life stuff, mm -hmm. right. but they're not going to get the raid gambit, those new weapons that, that those, those those specific yeah. things. That My you argument for. isn't that you don't get that stuff. It's that it doesn't mean anything because you're not doing the same content. Like for instance, if I had re seen the reworked mod system prior to this thing launching, I would have been able to experience it as part of Warmind, right? Yeah. And that's that's all I'm saying is that. Originally, roadmap rolls out. They say we're going to do this as part of 1.3, which I think is uh, Warmind, or that might have been like in between Osiris and Warmind. But we just didn't get to actually see that. So I'm I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but um, I'm just going to say it's uh it's not sitting well with me overall the okay. way it's being rolled out. But it sounds like a lot of people are very excited about it. You, a lot of people are, self included. Yeah. I am very excited, and I would, I would, and this is go back to like a year ago when Destiny, when everyone was complaining about Destiny, is like, this will happen. A September release, which they did the same in the Sagan King, will happen. Everyone's gonna be back. More people will be coming in, and there's gonna have more deals. Like, buy Destiny One for ten dollars, have the expansions for thirty dollars. Here's your, here's the season pass. So basically, your de your Destiny complete edition. They're gonna sell that in a bundle, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to have people, they're going to have new people coming in and they're going to have light level boosts, you know, same as like any other MMO would so they can get them to the end game quicker. They did this in Destiny 1. They will do it again and it'll bring a lot of people in because now it's on PC and that's what I'm seeing more of. P more P P PC people are coming to Destiny 2. Okay. So I'm I'm hype. I, I think all of this uh, can be explained better in the VOD and the stream that they did. Uh, it was a very good stream. I would highly recommend people watching it. And of course, next week's they'll be unlocking, or they'll they'll be also discussing this. And of course, in E3, because they said the the gambit's going to be in E3 as well. Mm -hmm. From a Destiny deal. hype. From a all right. Point, uh, just yeah, to kind of finish it off uh, from the point of view of somebody who's not that big into Destiny, uh, that I bought into Destiny too, hoping that I wouldn't have to wait a year for the game to get where it's supposed to be and that's what it sounds like is happening so i'm like i'm kind of on the skeptical side of spending more money towards it but oh yeah I, and i think yeah. everyone should and then just just wait until it comes out and then see how good it is that's all that's i mean that's all that's my uh, opinion on it too for people that don't believe that it, it is a game that people want 
let it come out experience watch watch some streams get some good opinions on it get my opinion and maybe come back yeah yep. that's uh, a good level-headed approach yeah next week so, we could be uh talking about how they need to they'll have to catch up to things like division two and uh yeah that is true Anthem, our, our whole perception of games is going to be different next week yep next week will be different because we'll have all that stuff come out and we'll see what the other uh quote-unquote looter shooter games are going to be like so I'm excited for that too. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Yeah. I hear you're gonna spread a damn lie. Someone told you. <laughs> this, I can't wait for this. This could be a damn lie. Um, <laughs> but it is looking like Kingdom Hearts Three is supposed to be releasing between October and December of this year. Uh huh. But yeah, I put roll eyes but, right but, after that. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I would say when it comes to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, or Final Fantasy, for that matter. Right. Don't don't expect it to come out until you're physically holding it in your hands and putting it mm-hmm. into your CD drive to play. But uh, especially something like this that's been waiting for how long? Again, we just keep talking about this. It's an long. Xbox uh, One launch title. I don't think they said Ten. launch title, but it Ten was it, it was featured in the, the it was announced when those consoles came out, mm-hmm. and we're yep. already ending the life cycle for those consoles. Uh, I think that might be a little premature, but yeah, definitely the first iteration of it. You know, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, Brandon, so with this news, does that mean that there's going to have something in E3, given that they could release? I would say we're assume. probably going to see something. Okay, that yeah. that's a prediction right there. Yeah, we're probably a... going to see some Kingdom Hearts stuff. You know, we've already I'll got. Believe. I'll believe it when I see it. We've we've gotten two <laughs> game quote unquote gameplay trailers with the Toy Story and Monsters Inc. stuff uh, a couple right. months ago. Oh, I, I'm hype. I'll, yeah, I'll buy it. I'm yeah. buying it. Yeah. I'm all in. But well, I think we'll see more stuff. I just don't believe it. <laughs> like Walmart, Walmart didn't drop it, right? So that's true. Walmart can't. Walmart, not Walmart this, would so. have dropped this. <laughs> so that would have been the biggest news of all the Walmart drop was that game if they did. Right. If they did, yep. If they did, because they've okay. never been wrong. True. So we'll see. we'll see. Uh, apparently, Thrust shout out is saying uh, they will tell us the release date at eighty three. Oh, Thrust. Okay. Because it is confirmed okay. that it's going to be there. We've seen gameplay yeah. of YouTubers playing it. Oh, all right. The plot uh, thickens. The plot thickens. We'll see. We'll see. Indeed. I want to believe. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh something else. Uh, real quick that's leaking a little bit uh assassin's creed odyssey which is the name of the next game it has been confirmed uh no release date or anything yet we'll definitely see it at e3 uh it's going to be set in greece uh we're not positive on the time frame some are saying it could be a a direct sequel to origins it's going to feature bioc and uh it'll be you know it being in greece or it's going to be like a and you know, more ancient greece uh sort of like a god of war type of thing where you're dealing with the gods and the mythos and that kind of thing but uh some context clues from the uh, you know kind of the official logo and stuff it has more of a roman influence with it so people are thinking it's going to be more like the roman occupation of greece which would line up to about where origin ends so mm. right. that makes sense I, you know, having just finished um, Origin, I I don't know if I'm ready for Odyssey just yet. I, I need a break. <laughs> it's no a matter how game. good it was, I need a break. It's a big <laughs> game. But, you know, it it could come out this year. Uh, I'm 
I hope it has enough polish on it. You know, I'd, I'd rather wait for a really, a really well polished Assassin's Creed to come out than a uh, back to they, the yearly they cycle. Showed some screenshots. They showed some screenshots. It looks. You can tell they're sharing assets between Origins and and Odyssey. Mm-hmm. A lot of the marble columns and the mm-hmm. you know the the architecture and everything is very much uh, carried on. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have lined it up to to be a yearly release again. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't love when they do that, but that's how they make their money. So that's how they make money. But hmm. yeah, you know, I was hoping for more good quality Assassin's Creed games coming out because I think uh, Origins is like in the works for three years or so, three or f- something mm-hmm. like that. Well, so. here's the question: Did did Assassin's Creed Origins have a season pass? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are they still releasing stuff for it? No. No. The last okay, DLC so it's, came out. It stopped. Yeah. Okay. So then there's no more content coming out. Yeah, they added a lot of stuff to it. Yeah, it could it could possibly come out this year if if it could be an Ubisoft like big thing reveal. Mm, Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know that they would go a whole year. Like, yeah, Thrust, I see what you're saying that it's supposed to be every other year, but I don't know if I totally buy into that. I think it might be like a TikTok type of release that they might go for, where they're doing you know like major innovation quasi sequel okay now we're going to another time frame because I mean, this uh everything i'm seeing on odyssey looks just like origin in terms of like the architecture it, they could pro- the they could models. go off of the the popularity of odyssey or of uh, origins and you know sell another sequel just based on the popularity of the last game and then people could get upset disappointed and then be like okay the next game will be even you know be more innovative like origin was and do that kind of thing and do like you said rob and have a a really innovative game with a copycat sequel, big break, innovative game, copycat sequel, big break, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Is and I don't also... mind those cop- copycat sequels either. Sometimes that's like a really good, nice, refined, you know, follow-up. Yeah, it up. takes all the good stuff and like fixes all the broken things that are in the mm-hmm. previous one, yeah. yeah. Is it also weird to think that now that on the, the heels of God of War, people are going to be wanting another, another experience, like a, a single-player action adventure experience that, that they, they could just capitalize on because no. there's not one coming out really if you think I, about I the think red dead got, maybe yeah maybe i i just think god of war is such a different it was expectation different. that goes around that you know god of war you're really looking for that cinematic i, I don't know just i don't like know was the previous action. was the previous god of war just cinematic though yeah definitely eh. Think about all the quick time events. They did a ton of things where it was like larger than life things that you're fighting. You're swinging around. You know the chaos blades everywhere. This is true. Uh, Yeah, true. Spider Man. There's a there's a there's a a lot of single player games coming out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there'll be something I think, but I I just don't know if Odyssey is what everyone's craving right now. We'll see. Um, Okay. But I think I think they did good with Origins, so they deserve a follow up. Still yeah. got to play it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to kind of stick with the whole uh, talking about maybe waiting some years. And that's because uh, Blizzard, I don't know if it was purposely or accidentally, but they kind of spilled the beans that they're working on a Diablo game. Uh, they didn't say in what capacity or what style of game, but they had some job listings up for it. And uh, yeah, it's that's a thing. They're working on a new Diablo game of some kind. Hmm. Hmm. Diablo 3 has been out for a while. It's been a long while. 
a long yeah, while. 2012? Yeah. 2011, maybe? But I think they announced Diablo 3, like, maybe six years before it came out or something. Like, Did they? It was a crazy long period. Let me look it up to give you exact facts. But it was a crazy long period of, hey, this game's coming out before it actually came out. I think uh, it had some really negative reviews from the people that were beta testing it. And it ended up getting pulled back in for a little bit of rework. Now it's been, I mean, possibly a decade since I heard that. So, um, yeah, it's, but yeah, I, I want to say when it first came out, people were not thrilled with the original implementation of it. I bought it and I wasn't thrilled with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it was... Though. The development started in 01. It was announced in 08. Whoa. And it came out wow. in 12. So four Blizzard years. Take yeah. some time. <laughs> when was it announced? Uh, 08. Okay, so it took four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember in 2008. I remember it was like on Penny Arcade or something. Like people had played it and were like, uh, yeah, it's, there's like problems with it. Which, I mean, with the, the release of Diablo 3 wasn't that spectacular either. No. It made it a lot of hardcore Diablo fans very upset. Mm-hmm. That's because of the, the auction house. But then they there's fixed a, there's there's a lot real of money, things. Real money auction yeah. house. Yeah, that was a problem. But Diablo 3 is a great game. Not now. It's a fantastic now. game. Yeah. It's very polished yeah. now, for sure. Very polished. Uh, mm-hmm. And then for a new Diablo game to come out, hopefully they learn their lessons, right? And then you would, they one would build think. up on it. One would think. Right. So yeah, they'll they'll figure out something to do with the. I, see, I don't want to see them shoehorn PVP back into it because I don't feel like Diablo has ever really been a PVP yeah. game, even though yeah. they've had like duels and ways of making it happen. I don't. It really the, is like a co-op, solo, you know, campaign experience. Story, and, very you know, story focused. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I hope they stick with that. That's my loot. That's my loot fix game mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> oh, those goblins. Yeah. You, you get like that, that so lightning good. thing and you hit those goblins and you get yeah. like the special goblins that drop everything. Yeah. Oh, Most rewarding experience ever. Yeah. Yeah. You run into a room full of goblins. You got the lightning thing going on. It's just, you're there for hours picking stuff up. I don't want to see a game that's like Diablo 3 where the end game is go back through all these same maps, through all these same levels, kill the same mobs 50 million times for eight seasons to get different color variations of gear. I'm not, I was not a fan of how they did quote unquote in game for Diablo. Really? I was What a about fan. the Nexus? The the randomly mean, generated stuff? You mean the Rift? Oh, the Rift. Yeah. Rift, Rift, Rift yeah. Gates. Yeah. I, yeah, I just okay. don't like that. Like it's not, you know, I mean I get it if you want to introduce some kind of like post game stuff for a game like that, but it wasn't I wouldn't want to keep playing. I did maybe one or two seasons and was like, yes, this is the same thing. I did that. I, I liked that co-op, and I my love for Diablo three grew stronger on the Xbox. It was and I know that sounds weird, but it was the best way to play it was with a controller. It was really and good. over like yeah. Xbox Live or PlayStation Network, where you're chatting with a buddy and and playing that way. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. perfect for a controller, especially the Demon Hunter. I never I'm felt right a... with that on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I'm wanting more of a. I guess Diablo 2, very deep, story-rich kind of game. Mm-hmm. We should, we'll see. We'll see. They might take the... Because I know what, Path of Exile? Is that the big That's, Diablo, a, that's the big one right now. It's a big right? uh, Diablo-like game. I mm-hmm. think that features a lot of PvP. Mm, that features a lot of building of your character. Is yeah. It? 
like a oh, whole yeah. ton of building on your character. Oh my god, that customization, that tech tree is ridiculous. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's like the end game on end game, as far as I know. You could so. have a wallpaper of it and not be able to see like, <laughs> any of the details. Like you still wouldn't be able to pick out like what's going on in there. So they might be shooting for something like that because I think Path of Exile is pretty popular right now. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's free. Free to play. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's free to play. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, play, it's got like 20 different classes or something. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're but, good. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I was I was watching Co-Play this past week and, you know, there, I guess there's some new build or something or some new release that nice just came patch, out where yeah. he's able to just be like a storm witch or something. I think it was called arc witch. And basically it just means walk in every room and like everyone True explodes lighting, yeah. in the light. <laughs> yeah. Satisfying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's satisfying. Cool. So uh, tell me about this switch stuff. Yeah. So uh, Asmodee, um, they are kind of reviled in the board game world because they've been acquiring the digital rights to a bunch of very popular um, board games. And, have put out some pretty lackluster um, mobile apps that use the licensing and everything for it. So it's kind of hit or miss. Some of them are really well uh, implemented. Some are really crap. You know, they just did not do a good job with it. But they're, they just put up some screenshots of the new Carcassonne uh, board game that they're putting out on the Switch. And it looks sweet. Like, it looks really nice and... They're already showing multiplayer for it uh, over Switch. So I, that game, if you if you haven't played it, it's it's basically a way to build farmlands in like the French countryside. And I know that sounds not particularly enjoyable, but it's the puzzle, like puzzling together aspect of it, and the fact that it's competitive that makes mm-hmm. it a very fun and interesting game to play. So uh, it's perfect, I think, for a digital implementation. And it looks like they're really doing it right here. Um, it's, it's 3d. You can look at it from different, uh, angles and, um, super clean and bright. It's a, it's a nice looking, uh, nice looking port so far. So I'd be uh, curious to see it. If you haven't played Carcassonne, it's a very easy game to get into. Like it's mm-hmm. very simple. Um, and then of course at the very end, it's like you calculate all the points, but you have to kind of build to that. And that's where, that's where the, the aspect of, you know, strategizing comes into play. But it's all it's a very good game. Um if you have played a board game, you could probably get it cheap now, right? Carcassonne? Mm-hmm. I would think. It's more, more uh, Carcassonne's game. one of those like classics. It's it's been out for twenty years or so and, and yeah. like Catan. Yeah. Catan exactly. is has been out forever. Everyone has a copy and it's still like fifty bucks. <laughs> it's still yeah. 50 bucks. yeah. Okay. So I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Um as far as what, you know, what you can do. I like to see a d- digital implementation of it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Switch is a good platform for the anything board, ga- board games or party, <laughs> the party kind of atmosphere. So that's good. good yeah, stuff. we have a uh, question in chat uh, whether or not we've seen the Kickstarter trailer for a game called Temtem. And, I have not. Uh, you know, that's from a VIP Thrust who uh, who graced us uh, again this week with his presence. So good to see you, Thrust. Good to see you. I'm uh, I've kind of got it going on in the side right now. Um, it, it's kind of like Fortnite meets Pokemon. What? Huh? Yeah. Um, and by Fortnite, I mean kind of like the the art style looks uh, somewhat similar to that. But okay. it, it's all like 
house decorating and world building and you got a little pocket monster running around that you fight against other pocket monsters so sounds um, familiar i wouldn't be surprised if they're hit with a cease and desist but uh <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it looks interesting and if you like uh pokemon it looks like you can pick this up for um pc a pokemon hmm. mmo ripoff hey pokemon hasn't done the mmo so it's too late now for them i don't think Maybe. it's mmo but there is definitely like evolutions for the monsters and there's breeding and oh i guess yeah. it is mmo huh? yeah it is um, mmo i'm thinking there's going to be a big letter from nintendo uh arriving in their mailbox could be could be or they buy them out and actually just rewrite every skin to be Pokemon. That would be good. Hey, I always wanted a Pokemon MMO. So yeah, that'd well, be amazing. They're only looking to raise seventy thousand dollars, so I don't know e. what that's really going to get them. <laughs> Quality. Right. Quality. Quality. It looks all right, though. I mean, I'll be honest. The graphics look look nice. Hmm. That's good. We'll see. Yeah. Keep us updated, Thrust. Keep us updated. All right. Yep. Yeah, Thrush, you're our official uh, Temtem correspondent, so uh, we need uh, updates from the field um, <laughs> as often as possible. So speaking of Fortnite-like games, Fortnite its Fortnite itself is going to remove jetpacks. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, and nerf shotguns? That seems to be pretty big news, honestly. Yeah, shotgun, shotgun's like the meta, isn't it? That, that mm-hmm. is the meta, yeah. Actually, yeah, you get shotgun, you blast someone in the face, and it's done. yeah. I see. I see a lot of, uh, I guess, pro people, or not pro, but like a lot of streamers use dual shotguns, where they just shoot and they switch and they shoot again, like real quick. Makes so sense. two shotguns at once. So if you th- figure that's not going to be meta anymore, and meta anymore if they nerf it. So that's pretty big. Yeah. I wonder what the Fortnite community is thinking about that. I don't play Fortnite, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I can't what imagine community? they are missing the jetpacks, yeah. but the shotguns <laughs> are probably going to change a lot of things. Definitely mm-hmm. gonna change the meta, but uh, the community's about to probably get a little bit bigger because uh, it's all but confirmed for the Switch. There's been uh, some Ooh. icons spotted in like the store code or something. Like, you can, they've seen Fortnite icons. Um, I think there's like a some leaked documents or something that have Fortnite listed for the Switch. But uh, yeah, I think we talked about this before that uh, it would probably be on the Switch at some point. But uh, yeah, there it is. Fortnite will probably, I think, with the Fortnite being on Switch, it's I think literally on every any platform that you could think of gaming on. So my wife plays Fortnite and plays the Switch a lot, so I'm just gonna have to get my Switch. That's the end. That's the end. That's the only solution right now. So I'm just gonna yeah. have to. Get but will we have motion controls? <laughs> will we get motion controls for Fortnite? For Fortnite building? Oh no. Yeah. Just oh my play. god <laughs> slide through the, sliding no. through the little blueprint and <laughs> be awesome streaming uh material right there oh that, that'd be a yeah, good way to... in the in the yeah. chat about the um you know fortnite being pretty casual and they don't uh, necessarily understand why it makes people so sweaty i think the gunplay is not necessarily very active but that building like oh, changes a, everything you gotta because you gotta you'll beat a, people by building yeah. over them oh definitely yep. you could suck at the like shooting aspect but if you can build you're mm-hmm. gonna have the you're gonna have an advantage hey you can turtle up make it happen up. make it happen captain <laughs> that's a lot of video game news and it's not even yeah. e3 yet it's not even e3 <laughs> whoa 
Yeah, so much for uh, not a whole lot of news uh, this week, but um, yeah. it's mostly Destiny stuff. Let's be honest. Half of half that of the true. stream we has did. been Destiny. <laughs> yeah, Destiny Two ruined another another podcast. Another so. good podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Tell me, uh, tell me about something that sucks out life from uh, other things. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, sucks I'm the life out of things. A good chance uh, I know where you're going, but that yeah. is <laughs> so tough. To- <laughs> As a you, have, you don't know what you're talking. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about. Uh, we already talked about Destiny Two, Brandon. I'm not. Oh, gonna... okay. Vampire. Right. Let's go. Let's All go. right. Yeah, yeah. Vampire. Um. So it's put out by Don't Nod Studios. You guys uh, familiar with them? Nope. No. They make donuts. They, they got them. <laughs> in addition to making donuts, they also make a game called Life is Strange. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is pretty popular. They also made another game called uh, Remember Me, uh, which was a kind of a flashy kung fu, I want to say like French game, hmm. um, where it did some pretty cool stuff with like some cybernetics and everything. So they're a very, like a varied um, development studio. They do a lot of different types of games. So um, it was interesting to see that this came from them. So... I'm going to just summarize it as a vampire-based mystery game slash hospital simulator. And I'll throw another slash of, like, crappy action RPG <laughs> um, on top of that. So there's some social elements in the game where you pick who you're going to kill because you have to kill somebody. And you can't just not kill anybody, although you can hold out. Um, eventually, you'll just be overtaken. You've got to go and you know, kill someone. So um, you interact with a lot of the humans throughout the game and you can kind of understand, okay, are they good people? Are they bad people? You uncover more and more things about them. So some, and of course, because it's kind of a social switcheroo type of game, you know, the people that you kind of peg for being saintly end up being, you know, pretty bad in their own right. And then you've got people that are considered uh, pretty scummy who sometimes end up becoming, you know, redeemed a bit. So you feel bad about, you know, taking their life. So uh, taking their life is the only way to increase your vampire powers. And you need your vampire powers to be increased because you got to fight vampire hunters and other vampires that show up uh, around the hospital uh, trying to come in. So you end up um, needing to kill someone. And that's where the interesting portion comes in because you you kind of grow attached to some of these people you know you feel bad for their predicaments in life or you you know you kind of feel that they're you know um you know maybe not deserving of what they're getting and i i I don't want to throw any spoilers or anything out there but you know it's uh you, you make your own decisions so the problem with the game is that there's some action portions uh where you actually run around and you can fight and those are not good. Uh, they're not good at all. And the game is is published by Focus um, Interactive, which makes kind of B-grade games is how I would describe it. Like games like Technomancer mm-hmm. or, or Sticks uh, Master of Shadows. I got you. Games that, that too, are just yeah. not AAA, but they're not necessarily like really kind of like the like high end, uh, almost I, AAA indie. A games, not triple A games, right? right? Like they've they look nice and they've got some good things, but there's something off about them. Like they don't right. move right, or the 
you know, not quite enough is in there. So yeah, you. the action's not awesome in terms of uh, when you have to fight. So I really hate fighting in the game because it, it's like a chore because the investigative portions are really well done. And another game that Focus Interactive did was the Sherlock Holmes games uh, that recently came out on PC, The Devil's Daughter and I forgot the other one. Um, but those were fun and they had like a nice like fact gathering missions and that's what this game kind of emulates too so um it leverages some of that and and they're really fun uh to do so i've been playing about five hours over the past two uh days which is you know pretty big for me it it released on tuesday so it's a it's a brand new game yeah i'm gonna say at this point i'm gonna give it a six and a half out of ten and the reason i'm putting it there is that it's it's above average uh, I think to anybody, but if you're really into kind of the social aspects of it or the um, maybe some of the murder mystery side of things, you might really, really like this game. You just, you'll need to overlook the Call lackluster action ports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the action parts are really bad. The crafting is not anything to write home about, uh, but it tells a good story. The writing is always really good and the, the voice acting is nice. So, and it's, it's like a bloody vampire game too. So it's like, it, it, it gets you, if you're Gorehound too, it's really good for that. So, so uh, definitely Andrew, mature. Definitely, definitely mature. Definitely. Yeah. So Andrew, how did that uh, stand up to uh, everybody else? Yeah. So the, really the only game that was notable this week for release was vampire. And it's on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Now on Metacritic, basically around the same score is basically like that average, like 73. That's mm-hmm. that's Metacritic score. And then the user score is 7.1. So that was more closer to what you So it's what just, you, a, uh, just, a little, like, just a little bit higher than what Rob gave it. Right. Yeah, right. just a little bit. Now, I think for me, I might be more in that seven and a half kind of range because I like this type of game and I can overlook the bad action parts, but I would have a, I would have a lot of difficulty recommending it to people that would say, Hey, I want to go and like smash them, you know, vampire brains in. Well, you're not going to get that. Or it's not going to be fun. There's better games to do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool stuff. It's good to bring out those game scores of the week. I like, I look forward to kind of seeing the, uh, the rundown of what came on. And for people that might be listening in the future, they can look back and see what people thought of games in the distant past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, like I said, this week was not too much. Um, but I did see, I just wanted, this last thing about video, video games was for PS Plus users, they got the surge for, for the free game this month. Mm. The complete edition. Another focused interactive game. Which is basically like your Dark Dark Souls, but for in the, in the future, like steampunk future. And much worse. And much worse, apparently. <laughs> but either way, it's they got there. Bloodborne. They got it's Bloodborne there. and they got Metal Gear. That's, <laughs> That's like, enough. Those are the ones you go crazy over. The Surge? It's free. free. That's it's all I'm saying. It's a free game. And it was yeah. premium, premium title. I mean, not premium title, but it was a $60 title. Um, nine months ago, a year ago, somewhere like that. So that's that's recent. You know, if you if you skipped over it because of the price, you get a chance to go back and uh, check it out. Check it out. And, yeah. and it does have a neat idea to it that you can either, 
it has these like exoskeleton uh, cyborg armors and you can either choose to do like a hulking like big uh bruiser one or like a very agile dexterity type of build so you're not limited to the type of fighting style that you do in the game you can either be you know quick and a little maybe a little bit weaker or a little bit slower and super strong so it's a nice dynamic you don't normally get in a uh, Souls-like game. All right. Well, do we want to talk about this next uh, little note thing here? It's kind of spoiler. Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, and maybe, um, you know, they, they are what they are, right? So they're rumors. So take this with a grain of salt. Don't really okay. know a whole lot about it. And I'm going to make sure not to talk too much about this. But uh, if you watched, I think we can spoil Infinity War now, right? Like yeah, we're good to go there. I'm good to go. If I mean, not, I don't care. But warning, warning, warning. Spoiler review right here. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's been a month and a half since it came out. If if you didn't know that these two characters weren't in it, um, then um, go yeah, watch. Stop, <laughs> stop listening now <laughs> if yeah, you think you, uh, you, you need to wait uh, for this to come out to watch. Uh, or fast forward two minutes because that's all this is going to take. Yeah. Um, so they had some leaked art for Infinity War, mm-hmm. and it did show on the poster that uh, Ant Man and Hawkeye were going to yeah. be joining us. It looks okay. sort of like a merchandise poster or something. Maybe mm-hmm. you might see for like, I don't know, like anything, any kind of merchandise, church, like a toy like line a, almost. Toy line, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Like you, you would walk into Walmart and see this kind of poster set up or something on the end of a aisle mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, that's the only spoilery thing I think they had. The other thing was that Thanos had a sword. It sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, it does sound yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the pictures, it it shows all the heroes that are alive at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't yeah. go looking for the picture if you don't want to be spoiled on that. But yeah, yeah. Ant Man and Hawkeye, for those that don't know, wasn't in the first uh, movie. They are mentioned. Uh, they're just not in it. So probably some good reason for that and uh maybe they'll talk about that later on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh they also showed like a new look for hulk and war machine yeah the hulk's wearing clothes yeah yeah okay. he's uh he's got it looks like a sort of like a space jumpsuit kind of deal going on so maybe he they maybe they invented uh, hulk some clothes that actually stretch with him when he transforms or something so they don't have to always have a naked Maybe. Hulk running around. Is that on the comics at all or anything? Or there's a such a thing called unstable molecules that the Fantastic Four wears, and okay. they're basically that's why you never see them in like ripped up clothing or anything, right? Because the unstable molecules can uh, be reformed around whatever they had. So that's why the thing could go from like normal guy in a speedo to Rocky guy in a speedo. <laughs> gotcha. And still be okay. And and more importantly, the Human Torch wouldn't like play him off and just be like totally have no clothes yeah. on <laughs> yeah and the war machine yeah he definitely got a, a different looking uh suit going on there mm-hmm. yeah so. and, and that's not that shouldn't be too much of a surprise iron man's had a number of visions to his his armor as the suit stays on. the same yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see but yeah war machine getting an update sounds sounds cool i always like war machine uh thrust uh no he does not have a shield i guess i'll your joke <laughs> <laughs> and i don't like uh lynn uh spoiling that batman died in infinity war oh how, how could you all right all, <laughs> all right so end end of the spoiler ish we'll stop talking about it now that's almost two minutes good good uh good yeah. estimation there rob but uh the trailer for bumblebee came out i don't know if you guys watched that oh boy. Uh, 
And it's, yeah. I'm not talking about the the B movie sequel. I'm talking about Transformers. <laughs> the B movie sequel, please, <laughs> please. But uh, this looks like a very different type of Transformers than we've seen before. Uh, it doesn't have the big action explosions, flips, and that kind of sexy people oh, all over the place. I, mean, I don't know. The trailer it was kind of more focused on uh, the relationship between. Uh, uh, the girl and and Bumblebee, like kind of their relationship. So, Transformer Six is canceled. They're not at this point. They're not working on another main series Transformers. So, what we may have here is a maybe a soft reboot of the series, starting with this Bumblebee movie. He's a lot smaller. He's not gigantic like in the other movies. He's actually maybe like twelve foot tall or something compared to like. The two-story building size they were in the last movie, last couple mm-hmm. movies. He's also so. an actual VW bug. Yep, he's like actually a VW bug, and not like a original. What was he a, like Camaro. a Camaro? A Camaro. Yep. Yeah. That's that's Merca right there for you. Merca. <laughs> but yeah, so that's I would I know a, a Transformers movie I would love to see, but unfortunately, the rights for it would be totally thrown apart. But there was a bounty hunter named Death's Head that used to be in the old Marvel Transformers comics. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely awesome. It was a British uh, UK Marvel Knights release. And this guy would just, he, he had like every weapon like you could think of just like strapped to his back and he hunted Transformers. He was like a bounty hunter for him. And he'd run around like looking for like Galvatron or, or Optimus that Prime or something. sort of kind of what we've seen in the last Transformers movie. But I, really, maybe, maybe they kind of ripped it off. I did not see the last one. Yeah, that was definitely a thing that was in the last movie. Mm. Or maybe mm. the one even before that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Death's Head is owned by Marvel now, so there's no chance for it to be in a Transformers uh, movie. But Gotcha. Yeah. The Thrust, yes, it is a prequel. It is before people knew about Transformers. Before Shia LaBeouf. Before Shia LaBeouf. That's right. So... But uh, kind of tying into the whole Transformers things, uh, we talked uh, about the toys that made us last week, and uh, I've actually oh, caught... Oh, great series on Netflix, right? Yep, on Netflix. I've actually caught all the episodes except the last half of Hello Kitty. So did you manage to check it out there, Rob? No, I haven't started watching yet. Um, it's on the list. i, I got to finish watching Cobra Kai again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, man. So good. It's a good show. I'm glad, I'm oh, glad yeah. you like guys like Cobra Kai so much. That was, that was a fantastic... Um, oh, suggestion. it was, a, it was yeah. the perfect series. I, I I have that up in my favorites with uh, Stranger Things. Nice. Wow. Wow. Nice. See, so Stranger like better, but it's, you're it's like you're kind of hesitant when I first told you about it because the way you kind of acted wasn't really for sure. And then I'm glad well, that kind of changed. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it was produced by Will Smith, <laughs> and I went, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't want to see his kid jumping around. But once I realized really what it was, a continuation from the very first one. Mm-hmm. Eh, but we've already talked about it. It's it's yeah. a 9 out of 10. It's a great series. But, uh, Go watch Toys it. That yeah. Made Us, uh, we talk about Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Um, really cool. Uh, I like I like the uh, first three. I'll, probably a lot more than I like some of the episodes in the last half of the series. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't know about some of these series like uh, Transformers started in Japan and it was actually two rival robot companies that kind of uh, that uh, 
Hasbro went and found and like kind of took ideas from both and created Transformers out of them. And uh, I, they almost went, uh, you know, under until they came out with the dinosaur versions of Transformers, oh, which is which Dinobots. is kind of when the movies kind of fell out. <laughs> yeah. Did they talk and, about uh, GoBots? They did talk about GoBots oh, and how okay. the GoBots and Transformers had a thing going on. Yeah, the ripoff. So, the GoBots were half the price. <laughs> and they, and it, GoBots came out six months before Transformers did. Oh really? Oh, yeah. they were your lamer, <laughs> um, but they <laughs> but they all formed into bigger robots. Yeah. So if you think of like the Voltron, you know, he forms the left arm and, and it's I form it, the, the head. Yeah, like, it I, shows some of that sort of like how Voltron came. Like it doesn't talk, say those shows, but like you can kind of see where those ideas came from. It has like the Power Rangers Megazord type stuff. You can see mm-hmm. where that comes from. Yeah. Um, they talk about Bandai having their robot stuff, and that's kind of where gun the the, the gunpla and Gundam stuff is from. So really cool so, stuff. So GoBots were the PUBG of the uh, battle royale series. I would say they're probably GoBots is more like the uh, the uh, what was that game called H one Z one or uh, okay. Royal the Royal Heights or whatever it was called. They felt very. Oh yeah. yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, and Lego Heights. I did radical hype. Lego was kind of going under in the, you know, late 2000s, 2010s. It yeah. was, apparently, it was close to going under. Lego movie kind of saved them. I didn't yeah, know that. Lego movie and Lego Lego uh, uh, digital games. Yeah. Lego Star Wars and all that saved them. They don't talk about those. But uh, yeah, surprisingly, that uh, you know, this kind of last generation of kids almost killed Lego. Oh wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. they but they were on a downhill stride since the '90s. Apparently, aren't you so. the last generation of kids? Uh, no, kind of, okay. sort of. I guess it depends on what you mean by last generation. Yeah, I wouldn't have forgiven you guys if you killed off Legos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't. I like Bionicle was kind of like one of those things that came out that kind of saved Lego. I kind of forgot that Bionicles were Legos. That was kind of cool oh. to hear about those. They kind of just start running, running out of ideas, like Ninjago and like Dinosaur it talks, Ninjas. It talks about like, Ninjago. It talks about, yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I yeah. remember the old like um, like medieval castle yeah. building about Legos and just how cool stuff. those were. And those are really like, those are amazing because you get like just like foot soldiers and stuff, you know, yeah. like the, the dungeons you'd build out. You, it was it was really cool. You know, there is not a modern... Uh, combat or like warfare focused lego it's it's always if it's involving violence it's always fantasy based it's never there's no army set for legos because hmm. hmm. apparently during legos kind of came out during world war ii in denmark and like their whole thing was we're not gonna you know focus on the war side of what's going on in the world we're gonna focus on peaceful things okay yeah I can see that yeah and that's they stuck had, through yeah yeah they only had the night like rob said they had the night stuff come out uh, and then Star Wars sets came out, and they're like, "Oh, it's not really violent space because it's fantasy based in another time period." But yeah, there's no like army Lego sets. Mm-hmm. And the reason there's like so many ripoff of Legos, like Mega Bloks and stuff, is because Legos is a bunch of idiots and forgot to re up on their patent, so oh, it dropped. No. <laughs> so the patent dropped, wow. and they just made a ton of ripoffs. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Also contributed to their big down, uh, downfall. But uh, yeah. yeah, as a series, I don't think I re-rated the series last time, but overall, I'm going to give the whole series an 8 out of 10, because it's really cool to learn about these franchises, hear the history of them, and kind of see, like, you almost lost some of your beloved toys at some point in time. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. So, yeah. Well, I remember the He-Man one. It was something like they made like four hundred million dollars one year, and the uh-huh. next year they made like a million dollars. The toy scene, like, the that's, toy, that's like, crazy. Toy market's lucrative. It's, man, it's lucrative. Yeah, but it, but it can, it is, it will fall off in a heartbeat. Yeah. Right. You like you from being top of the world to nothing very quickly. You know, it relies a lot on movies and like every 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 major comic or uh, game back in the day had a com- or toys had a comic book with a go to win it and now it's kind of the movie every big toy series has a movie or something that makes sense with it. right That's yeah. so, so yeah, did they cool talk stuff. anything about the new lego movie they didn't say anything about lego to lego movie 2 they did not okay so yeah we have a comment here from uh thrust asking if we've seen the trailer for the new lego movie have you guys uh, seen that yet? I have not. I actually haven't actually watched the Lego movie or what? the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. Hmm. I would go watch the Lego movie at least. That one's really good. Well, a lot of people say Lego Batman's the best Batman movie made. I've heard that. I've heard that. I just haven't ever it's watched it. It's definitely worth watching. It's it's uh, it's entertaining. They're, they're fun. They're like frenetic, though. Like, they're different. I'm yeah. exhausted but when I finished watching it. Like, it wore me out. <laughs> As for the new uh, Lego movie uh, preview, I I was kind of confused by it still, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure the preview for a Lego movie was confusing too. So we'll see. I'd probably watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. So It cool looks interesting. Stuff. It's got a Mad Max uh, vibe to it, at least yep. in parts. So that's kind of cool. All right. Let's uh, start talking about some comics. Sure. Yeah. So uh, so I opened it up on uh, Discord and said, uh, what do you guys want me to talk about? And of course, uh, VIP Thrust comes to the uh, comes to the forefront and recommends or asks question if, if I'd read Lock and Key yet. And yes, I've read Lock and Key. <laughs> Specifically, I'm going to talk about Welcome to Lovecraft, uh, which is the 2008 um, series, basically volume one of the series. So uh, it's got a bit of notoriety in that it is written by Joe Hill, um, who now is better known as Stephen King's son. Uh, his full name is Joseph Hillstrom King, uh, but he goes by a pen name of Joe Hill because he wanted to kind of break out on his own and not have his dad's name uh, helping to prop him up. It's got wonderful art by Gabriel Rodriguez. He really captures some very creepy and kind of surreal imagery. Um, it's a, definitely a mature series. So that's the number one thing is uh, this is this is not for your kids and this is not for um people that might be maybe uh, concerned about that kind of content. This is for people that want an engaging horror story. Um, that's got a bit of uh, you know, a bit so. of depth to it. Certainly more than it's not just a slasher by any means. Um, it's got a lot of fantasy to it and definitely it's very, very smart. So what I've decided to start doing from now on is uh, grabbing my plot uh, or my uh, synopsis from uh, Wikipedia because they tend to give the the most information. And then what I'll do is just kind of go through and cherry pick the details that I feel are important. Uh, but this way I won't, I won't miss anything that's, that's relevant. So um, the main series is presented out of order. So the way it starts off is the family um, first arrives at what they call Key House in a, uh, a fictional town in Massachusetts called Lovecraft. So obviously H.P. Lovecraft being, you know, one mm. of the inspirations for it and Massachusetts, not too far from 
uh, Stephen King's, uh, you know, home state of Maine, where, he, you know, he said a lot of his uh, fantastical and uh, horror filled uh, plots. Um, this has a great, like, old world New England type of feel to it. And it's very Victorian, the type the house that's there. Um, okay. It's very interesting um, the way that they conceptualize it. So the plot as presented on Wikipedia, uh, filling in some of the backstory, says during the American Revolution, a group of rebels uh, hiding beneath the future key house, the one I just described, uh, discover a portal to another dimension. The plains of Lang filled with demons who can mes mesmerize any who see them and possess them through the touch. Uh, so that is one wow. of the main things is that there's demons that are always around key house. And when the demons attempt to enter the real world, they end up collapsing into this stuff called whispering iron. And these uh, rebels took that iron and a, what they, this is the beginning of the family is uh, young Benjamin Locke, the name of Locke and key. Um, he forges into a variety of magical keys, including the Omega key, which seals the entrance to the dimension. So he's able to keep the forces of evil back from being able to cut across. Cool. And all these keys are stored in the key house. Uh, so you can go through and find a number of them. So um, the magic of the key house gradually evolves over the years, including a spell which causes the occupants to forget about the keys and the magic of the house when they pass their 18th birthday, which means that this really centers around the younger folks inside the house. And even some people that live through some very horrific things early on uh, do not remember um, anything about it. So huh. um, in 1988, a group of teenagers, having used the keys extensively in their high school years, because they were, you could use them to do things like forget bad things. Like you could like put a key in like the back of your head and open right. up your skull and take like a bad memory out of your brain and like throw it away. Whoa. And be like, okay, I'm no longer affected by that. Or I, you know, I got a fear of something. So I would like open up my brain, go through and like physically pull it out of my brain, my fear and get rid of it. And I'd no longer be afraid of that thing. So they would wow. do these kind of things to enhance themselves and have uh, more capabilities, I guess. To, to do um, what? To like demon fight or to like to do No, they what? weren't fighting demons. This was just them being high school kids. Oh, okay. So I see. Just living this was, life, I'm, so. I'm, I'm nervous talking to girls. Well, right, right. Hey, now I'm done one, right? So that was the, you know, kind of the the gist of it there is that they were they were pushing to uh, make themselves better by eliminating the things that made them an individual. Cool. Yeah. So something to you know think about there. Um, so of course, being you know stupid teenagers in the '80s, and this being something of a Stephen King inspired uh, series, uh, these teenagers decide to open up the black door with the Omega key, open the trick a demon into the real world so that they can make even more keys to do even more things. Um, what happens is that they, they do convince a demon to move over, and he does. And as you might suspect, he possesses a whole bunch of them, <laughs> yeah. and uh, things basically go terrible. And uh, many people die, and um, as time goes on, of course, they forget about that. But they were able to trap the demon that came over, and they resealed him in the Omega, but not until the loss of one of their friends uh, by the name of Dodge. So Dodge crosses over into this, uh, the Plains of Lang, and he's actually in the demon realm. So, so power hungry, and then, of course, turns on them, mm -hmm. obviously, right? Exactly. Yeah. So many years later, you know, present day, so we could say like 20 years later, or uh, 30 years later now, um, 
Dodge's spirit reaches out to a young abuse prodigy uh, whose name is Sam Lesser and convinces him to attack the locks and kill Rendell, um, who is looking for the Omega key. And he's trying to allow Dodge to be released from this terrible place. Um, so this kid that was, you know, captured is kind of taken over and his spirit is now ready to like kind of wreak havoc on the, on the, uh, on the house. So, uh, Sam goes and kills, uh, the father of the Locke family. And after that, uh, they realize that they need to go back to this key house and make things right. So where the series really starts off is with them moving in, uh, you know, driving cross country and moving into the key house and, uh, begin and, discovering its secrets. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So tons more happens from there. Um, and this, this fills in like a little bit of the backstory, but this is, <laughs> this is, um, yeah, as Thrust mentioned, this was actually in talks to be a TV show and originally it was going to be on AMC. So like walking dead, uh, type of, uh, type of show. Uh, but now it looks like Netflix is uh, in talks to pick this up. That so, sounds like a great story to actually make into the a The story's incredible. Joe Hill is like a master writer. And for one, being so young, you know, he's he's really, really um, impressive with what he was able to create. Uh, there's six total volumes of the series. And there's some behind-the-scenes stuff that they wrote out as well. It's It's a fantastic series. It's chilling. It's disturbing. It's sweet at points. Um, it's one of those things that just makes you have a bunch of feels as you go through. Oh, wow. Uh, one of my favorite all-time series, 9 out of 10. Uh, wow. Definitely don't hesitate to give it, you know, one of the highest to recommend <laughs> to anyone interested in a horror series with mature themes. Hmm. So that's what you would categorize it, a horror. I got you. I'm definitely going to put it in horror, um, right. but you could think of this as there's, there's other elements. There's uh, teen drama. You know, there's uh, there's a bit of action at times. There's, you know, some family interaction. There's there's a lot of other things that go on, but I think it falls under the horror umbrella. Very most. cool. Very very cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. Thank you. For yeah, that. Let's hope it doesn't get picked up by AMC because if you keep up with The Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff, AMC is not a place you want to your uh, one of your I guess favorite franchises to end up at this point in time. So. Yeah, definitely. A, so a good comparison, they said like a darker Stranger Things. I would say there's that, but I would say it's more like Stranger Things because there's like this underlying mystery and there's like all these things that aren't explained that you kind of have to piece together. Um, probably, I'm trying to think of like a better, More Stephen King series. than like It. Or yeah, it, definitely. But, uh, yeah, like It, you can definitely see some parallels with It because of the you know, the past coming to haunt them and everything. Um, but I don't want to just try to yeah, label yeah. this as like a mix of something or like, oh, it's like this. Because it's really so unique and, and it stands up so well on its own as as one of the most um, inventive series I've ever read. So um, it's for people that uh, have never really, like if they don't think like comics or art or they don't think that they're, you know, for adults, you know, this is the one to show them. Hmm. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I don't. We're already pretty long on time, so I don't think we're going to do twenty Let's questions. Let's go. This week. We have people here. We can do this. <laughs> There's people in chat. All right. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. Go for it. 
I got, I got, I got a game. Go. Pokemon Yellow. Done. Dang Boom. it! How did you get it so quick? All right, let's go. All right. Uh, after the year two thousand. It it. Would you say released? Yeah. Is not released after the year two thousand. Okay. Was it released after the year uh, nineteen ninety? Yes, is after nineteen ninety. Okay. Uh, is a console exclusive? Is it? Oh, I did say console. Console exclusive. What you mean released? Yeah, is it a console exclusive? Like it would be on <sighs> just a console. Let me just a second. Um, no. Okay, so it's multi-platform. Not a multi-platform. All right. All right. Now we're not talking about like a remastered that comes down the road or something like that, where like they re-release like we're talking about on Chrono Trigger or something like that, like came out a couple of years. We're ago. talking about was it released on a platform on, originally? By was it released on more than one platform originally on its original release day. No, it was released on one platform on its original release release day. Okay, so that would make an exclusive to some extent. Was it released on a Nintendo platform? No. Was it released on PC? We're, we're talking about the original release. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so it got a re-release on PC at some point. So that's good to know. <laughs> Thanks for the meta. Thanks for the meta. Um, was it released awesome. on... Let's see. We're talking... It's not a Nintendo platform. So was it on a Sony platform? No. Oh, interesting. So we're thinking uh, Atari or uh, <laughs> well, Sega. No, after, after 1990. After 1990. Okay. Right, so, so Sega's fair game. Sega. Yeah. Hmm. It was on a Sega platform. Yes. All right. We're there. We're almost there. We're almost done. We're almost done. That's it. You have all almost. the information. Just guess. Just guess right now. All right. Um, <laughs> was it on Dreamcast? It was on Dreamcast. All right. All right. Rob's narrowing in. I don't have any. Yeah, come expertise. on, let's go. Uh, now we got to figure out what type of game it was. Chat, Dreamcast. Dreamcast after 1990. Obviously 1990, but Dreamcast right there. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Is it, is it a Sonic title? It was not a Sonic title. Was it a fighting game? It had fighting elements. Ooh, I don't know if I like that as an answer. Fighting elements. I don't know. I don't have any expertise in the in the Sega realm, so. I mean, I was a pretty big Dreamcast player, so. You had ten questions. Yeah, um, I feel good with where we're at, though. Let's see. Although Dreamcast, there there was a lot of them there. Um, fighting elements. So let's try to figure out what else was there. So was there also was it like an RPG? Uh, no. Not in the so, sense of your what of what you're thinking, probably like a a true RPG. I was thinking like a Shenmue might have some fighting stuff. Fighting elements is all I can, all I can say. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Fighting elements. Um. Would it, oh, would it? I don't know how do you how do you say like a Streets of Rage type of game like a like a beat 'em up is that like a, a fair way to call it? I don't. 
I don't know, but I'm not sure what Streets 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 of Rage is like a side-scrolling beat 'em up, it's like, like Double a, Dragon. Yeah, that, I would say like yeah, beat 'em up. It'd be considered a beat 'em up. No. Oh, okay. That's. I was like, come on, get. That's what I'm. Okay. Ooh, yeah. That's a so good point that uh, someone just brought up in that. Is it a? I don't know. That came out on a. I don't know. I don't know. Dreamcast. Is that a Dreamcast title? Rob, what's that? Uh, Rayman. Oh no, Rayman. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a PlayStation for sure. So yeah, twelve questions. Got plenty of questions. Got plenty. Come on, chat. You got some questions, so you can help help these guys out too. So you said there's fighting elements. Is it a platformer? It's not a platformer. Okay. Hmm. Not a platformer. Dreamcast. Fighting elements, guys. Not an RPG, yeah. Fighting elements. Um, it's it's not a classic RPG. What you're talking about? That's what you're not saying. Not like Grandia or something like that. Yeah, it's... not not like that. No. I don't. I don't know, man. Because like I was thinking like Shemu, because Shemu's got like some quick time type of fighting. But man, for let's see. That dolphin game. <laughs> the dolphin game. You mean Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dude, fighting, I don't think fighting elements. Right. I don't think he was fighting like a fighting dolphin. Um, I, I keep wanting to say Dynamite Cop, but I don't think it's that. Like, I'm gonna be so pissed if it is. That's why I said beat him up. So you said no, it's not. Um, we said it's it's not straight up. It's not a fighting game. It's got fighting elements, but it's not a fighting game. So that takes out the. Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, Mortal Kombat, all that sort of thing. Right. It originally came out on the Dreamcast, so it initially released there, and then re-released on other platforms as time went on. Um, and we said it's not a Sonic game. And Let's see. You can you can get this. It's it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. I don't get what's right there about it. It's right there. Oh, I don't know, man. Fighting um, elements. I mean, just ask 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 any questions. You have you have plenty of questions. You have six more questions. Was this was this in a modern setting? Modern setting, yes. Okay. Um. Was was the protagonist the uh, male? Male protagonist, yes. Oh god, that's not helping. None of this is helping. <laughs> okay, I thought it would help. I'm sorry. <laughs> Modern. Um. <laughs> Smurfs. Thanks, Thrust. <laughs> Thanks, Thrust. Um. Uh, let's see. So. Yeah, would ask like... if weapons were involved in the fighting. Would that help any? Yeah, go ahead and ask it. I mean, yeah, you're, was there you know. was there any weaponry involved in the entire game? Like, if you is mean that like bad a, guys or good guys, use is it? that like a central point for the, the quote unquote fighting, fighting elements? elements. Gonna piss me off because I don't know what the how to really describe like what type of game it is. Yeah, it My seems opinion. like it's one of those like fringe games where it's like a mult like a lot of different things. Not Main like character well, maybe, is human. Like, My that one. Maybe that's well, a I'm, I, well, we're yeah. in a modern setting with a male yeah. protagonist. I, think you don't need to, I feel like that's 
Four more questions. I, you guys got this. It's like just kind of narrowed down a little bit. But the the whole weaponry thing. I mean, like, was the character hitting somebody with a with a large stick or shooting somebody with a gun? That kind of thing. That was Resident um, Evil, right? Was on there. No. If you want to go with yeah, that Resident question, Resident Evil Code Veronica. If you want to go with that question, I can say the main character does not use weapons. Then it's not going to be Resident Evil. No, definitely not. The main character does not use weapons, but there's weapons in the game. There's fighting elements. There's fighting elements. Um, I got a feeling this gonna be one that I just can't remember. It's modern. Elements. It's about a. It's about a guy. Modern. And it came on Dreamcast first, so it's like an exclusive to that. Rob, what? Rob. Don't don't do this, Rob. Nah. <laughs> He's asking if there's any films based on it. I mean, oh, you no. may, you might get angry at me that I went on this long, but should I just? No, we can. We we got like a yeah. We got a minute. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I mean, we got we we only got three more got questions. questions. And we got to make questions a, and a guess. Thing. Yeah. All right. Um. So you want to ask if there's films based on it? The what's that? Yeah, that's some stuff from chat. Yeah. So, is, is there any films based on this game? Uh, I can't say. I don't know. No. Oh, okay. That's I mean, not a good answer. So I, that means you I, can't I don't, count it. I can't count. I'm not counting it. I'm not counting it, oh. so I don't know. No oh. idea. So the answer is we don't know. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna feel real dumb about this, aren't I? I'd say go with go with genre, maybe. Just maybe a sports game. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Is it a is sports it, game? Is it no. NHL '98? That's what I was wondering. It was <laughs> not, it's not a sports game. I'm not, I'm not, should I add that? Okay, 17. Yeah, that's fine. That counts. It's not a sport game. Yeah, we got to eventually end this thing, so. All right, so it's not a sports title. It's not an RPG. There's fighting elements, which I hate this. It's not a platformer. It's Gauntlet Legends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know he was at, but they, but they don't use weapons, so it's not that. Um, The main character does not use weapons, but there's weapons in the game. Oh, uh, wait a minute. But you said modern, not like futuristic. Modern. Modern, modern. Yeah, so not today's like day and age, or then stay in age. Um. So you said you didn't know if there was films based on it. They made a really great Spider-Man game for the yeah Dreamcast. recap for Lena. Yeah, it's like it's on a Dreamcast. Jay's fighting. Not, Jay's not going to get it. Fighting elements. <laughs> All right. This is before Jay's time. And basically, not a sports game, not an RPG. It has that, that that's basically what they have right now. It's fighting elements on Dreamcast. There's no that's film. Far. There's no film as well based characters. on it. No. Uh, weapons as well is like the main character doesn't use weapons, but you know there's weapons in the game, and it's modern and modern day. No, it's not Shemu. And they said it's not a fight. It's not a fighting game. It has fighting elements in it. Um, man, I don't know. Fighting elements. Elements. It's part of the game. The fighting is part of the game. There are other parts of the game. Is it a puzzle game? It's not a puzzle game. Damn, I'm really, I'm, I'm blanking here. 
So I'm thinking like maybe puzzle, like Super Puzzle Fighter. <laughs> that was a good one, but yeah. that's not Super Puzzle Fighter. Yeah, Nightbot. What what should we ask? Nightbot. <laughs> <laughs> Do the command. Answer. How many, how many questions we got left? We got one more. You have one more guess. and a guess. Okay. Is it still made today? What do you mean made today? Is the game like the game? Is it a part of a series that's still made today? It is part of a series. How do I? Yes, it's part of a series. It's part of a series that will be made. Part of a series that will be made. Yes, or is coming out. I saw that help. I'm gonna feel dumb about this, but I don't remember every Dreamcast game. It's been quite a while since so that. yeah that that's the it's a guess right now yeah yeah that definitely yeah. counts as one so we get we got to guess it now we got to guess the the game so chat um you've heard what we've heard we'll give it a few seconds to see if um they catch up and uh have a guess i'm gonna if... make it i'm gonna make this a little fun how about you mute mute and i'm gonna tell the chat something and then they see if they can guess it this is gonna be fun trust me so you don't you don't listen. Take your headphones off or something, and then right, I'll say, "All right, here all right, we go. chat." They said it already. They said it already. They said they said the answer. All right, go ahead. What? You put it back on. All right, so they know. I can't hear you. So they know. They 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 should know. I'm just kind of thinking. They should know. This is funny because I'm pushing it on chat now. Let's see. Let's see if they let's see if they do it. Let's see if they do it. Nope. Forget chat. The they got nothing. Why did, uh, why did we they take got, our headsets? They got nothing. Nope. Nothing. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, uh, last thing I'll say is you said it already. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. I just got thought out there. Shenmue. Yeah, it's Shenmue. <laughs> Damn it! Why don't you? It's Shenmue. It's Shenmue, bro. <laughs> That's not an RPG. It is not an, an RPG. RPG. I would not categorize it as an RPG. You say you can say yes. It is a you role play somebody, but it's honestly an, it's like an action adventure like life simulator that has action that has fighting elements in it. How the hell am but I supposed to guess action adventure life simulator? But it's like everything that you had. <laughs> like, a, oh man, you you had it like at at eleven. I'm sorry, man. Like I wanted to keep it. I wanted to keep it hush, but you had it. You had it, Rob. Yeah. I've had it. I'm gonna give right. it a round. We're at we're at an hour and a half, so we need to close this up. All right, right everybody. Solid. That was fun. All right. Fun yeah, job. yeah. Good game. Good game. GG. <laughs> all right. So here's here's the plug, everybody. Uh, thank you for all of the people that are watching live. We do this. At least we try to do this every week. Um, and <laughs> but not next week. <laughs> not next week. I think yeah. Tomorrow or next week you'll be out. I'll be or... out, but hopefully you guys will do something. I'll also be out yeah. too. Though, It'll be E three week, so. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. You'll be out too. Yeah, oh, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Perfect time we'll see. to miss. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then um, I like to say, be me. I like to say that uh, the the community has hit eight thousand on Discord. Um, huge. That is huge news. Uh, I will be going for a Discord application for partnership. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep everyone updated. Uh, thank you, everyone. I would like say just thank you, thank you, thank you for being being a member, and it's still growing. We have big news. We have more plans. So, uh, and that's all going to be on the Discord. And you can get the Discord information on pixelclubgaming.com. Check that out. That's got all the information you need from like anything with the podcast about our clans, about the games we play, about you know our battle, our our tags. So you can go to the staff page and check us out and see like 
friend us or whatever. And then, of course, we have merchandise now. Merchandise! You know, check that out. Get some Pixel Pub swag if you like. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it'd be really nice. And, uh, yeah, PixelPubGame.com. Well, we'll be rocking those shirts. Hopefully, I'll have mine next week. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I'm going to order Rob's soon as well. Yeah. And Thrust is asking when we're going to do Naked Wednesdays. We're already doing it. All of us. Um, actually, no pants uh, on. Yeah, this got, is all green seen, screen. Uh, but, you know, what you've you see seen, is different. Uh, if you've seen Deadpool CGI 2, <laughs> yeah, if, if you've seen Deadpool 2, I'm doing a full Winnie the Pooh. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was the, the Donald Duck, right? Well, or the Donald Duck, yeah. Either one of those work. <laughs> just, just a shirt. But uh, that's it. I guess bro. that's it for us. Uh, yeah. See you guys later. Yep. See Bye. you guys.